What's up, Bigfoot fans? Where's all my Bigfoot t-shirt loving fans out there? Everybody likes to collect a good uh, quality t-shirt. Well, yours truly has created a fundraiser t-shirt. It's Bigfoot Follow Your Own Path t-shirt. This is a rare and limited t-shirt. I do these once or twice a year. I want you to be a part of it. The link is going to be in the description of this episode this advertising you need to check it out i will leave the description well excuse me the link so you could order um the link is also found and available on facebook all right if you're a facebook fan if you're on facebook if you're on clout hub the link is available on those platforms i even posted a link on twitter so check it out look up Look, Daniel Benoit, the ECBRO. If you find the ECBRO, you will find a link to this t-shirt. If it's easy for you to do so, jump on it. It's a limited time t-shirt. So ladies and gentlemen, jump on it. Help us reach 50 sales or more. Man, this fundraiser means a lot to us. And every time I put out a fundraiser, it's for a good cause. So ladies and gentlemen, if you want to know what the cause is, this is to support our event. It's to support our platforms. The way we put the word out there to spread awareness. Ladies and gentlemen, jump on it. Take advantage of it now. Buy one for your friends and family and make somebody happy. Make yourself happy. Buy the shirt. Thank you guys. Keep it squatchy. And I hope you enjoyed ECPR on Bigfoot Radio. Hey, how you doing? Hey, what's up, Daniel? Oh, not much, not much. Uh, yeah, glad you could make it in tonight. Uh, our guest, he's worked, he's trying to get in here. Uh, I sent him an email link, and uh, I, he said it wasn't showing up yet, so I sent him on Messenger. I've been uh, been actually trying to send everybody's invites to email because it seems like it works better, especially for those who have a, have a tendency to have a weaker signal. But uh Everything's been working out pretty good so far. So, uh, so you seem like you've been a busy, a busy person. You've been pretty busy here and there, huh? Uh, I have like in uh, all areas. Um, <laughs> it's uh, are we is is this uh, are we live? Uh, it's recording, so it's not live, but it's recording. So. <laughs> It, as soon as you come on, it, it's as soon as the first guest pops on, it starts recording automatically. So, oh really? But I, 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 I could cut and edit some of this, but uh, it all depends. Uh, it's I haven't tried to edit it. I know Zach's pretty good about edit, editing on his. He's already practiced editing, <clears throat> so I could splice things together. But so yeah, I, I could probably, I think I could probably edit it if I play around with it. So. <laughs> Okay, well, that's weird that it doesn't give you the option to get your pull your guests together and go live. That's kind of discouraging. Yeah, that's the only thing. That's why, like, I told him if he pops, and here he is, uh, Mr. William Mitchum. Yes, sir. Hey, uh, I am getting some serious feedback. Really? Yeah. Uh, is it possible that you might be able to put a headset in or give me just a second? 
Yeah, earbuds yeah, earbud. or something. Yeah, because I'm how's, hearing myself how, repeat. How's that? Oh, oh, you got it now. Yep. You good, got it. <laughs> good deal. Good deal. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I, I was just chatting with my co-host, Pat. Uh, Pat just jumped on right before you, and and uh, we just started uh, doing a little bit of chit-chat. But uh, I'm glad you made it on here, William. Uh, uh, do you go by William, or do you have a name you prefer? Or? I usually go by uh, William or Bill. Usually, oh, it's okay. one of those. Usually, it's one of those. Just don't call me late for supper kind of things, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, my father's name is William, but everyone calls him Bill. So right. It's... <laughs> well, very good, very good. Well, you know, here we are on ECBRO Bigfoot Radio, and we got our guest with us right now, Mr. William Mitchum. Uh, did I pronounce that last name right, Mitchum? Yes, sir. Oh, great, awesome. Well. And it's our Friday night, 9 p.m. podcast. And, um, well, tell you what, uh, I've been, uh, I'm loving this Anchor podcast. I, I personally am. Uh, I'm, I'm starting to really get used to this platform here. And uh, we had, we've been having a, several different guests on here within the last different podcast. And uh, so for those who might be new, future listeners, uh, you know, we are on several different podcast platforms. Uh, more recently, we just got picked up on iHeartRadio. Uh, we are on Pandora, and uh, which to me, those are one of the biggest ones out there. Of course, Spotify. Uh, Spotify is it's a good one. So, um, and our, our listenership, man, is expanding across the globe already. And you know, it, we're this platform here is still very, very new. Uh, I have not been on this platform for very long, but it's it's it seems to be expanding pretty well. Um, so that's a good thing. So, uh, but you know, let's uh, get right into it here. Um, well, first of all, uh, before we actually before we go any further, uh, I, I do want to jump back to Pat real quick uh, and see if Pat could maybe give us a little rundown or some feedback. Uh, I know he's been working on other podcasts. Uh, when he gets a chance and stuff, so uh, pretty much has that been the case? Uh, you've been you've been helping out with some other podcasts on occasions. Yeah, yeah, I have. Um, mostly uh, with uh, Ashley. Uh, well, no, just um, like with Daniela from uh, Bigfoot Odyssey and Hidden Existence. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, I mean uh, Carrie. So, like, Carrie from Bigfoot Odyssey, Carrie Arnold, is, uh, he's in the oil industry, and, uh, and so they're out in remote areas, I guess, sometimes, working on oil rigs or whatever, you know, and so he has no internet when he has to go do that for, you know, some of those jobs, and, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, Danielle has just been asking me, uh, to fill in as needed. And, uh, so, so yeah, I've done a couple episodes of researchers support here in the past week or two and, uh, and then been a part of like her after show on hidden existence. And yeah, that's about it. It's like, uh, my, my life, my personal life has just been like overwhelmed lately too. So, so I barely, Ah. barely had time to even do those. Uh, but 
but yeah, I'm glad to be here tonight uh, with you guys and uh, talking talking to you again, Daniel and uh, and William. And uh, yeah, I guess let's just jump right in, talk some squatch. Absolutely, uh, that's what we're here to do, and uh, it's, I, I know it's going to be interesting uh, tonight. And uh, oh, by the way, real quick, Pat, when you get a chance, uh, next time you talk to Danielle, uh, tell her to check her message. I did send her a message uh, earlier this week. So yeah, sure. Um, yeah, because I've been trying to reach out to her because, like I said, when I message her, I, I look back on all the other messages. And I said, oh, man, I forgot all the conversations we've had in the past. So <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, that'd be great. Um, I've been trying to reach her and see if she wants to try to get something set up. Cool. But, um, yeah, I'll remind her. Yeah. OK, cool. Well, uh, William. Uh, well, here we are on ECBR Bigfoot Radio. Uh, again, I want to thank you for coming on. And well, thank you for uh, reaching out and having me. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I've been watching and following your posts and everything. I know you, you kind of been a busy man, and um, you know, you know, I try to follow. You know, it's hard to keep up with. I, I have a lot of people on my friends list, so I can't keep up with them all. But right, some, right. Some, some sometimes certain ones stand out. It's like I keep seeing different people's posts in my news feed, so I check them out. You know, I may not respond to everything, but you know, <laughs> I do see things. So right. <laughs> Um, well, you know, I was wondering if you could give us a little bit of background as far as, uh, uh, you know, maybe give us a rundown about, uh, well, first of all, where are you located? I'm, I'm curious to know that. Right now at the moment, I'm actually in Southern Illinois. Oh, okay. So, so you're kind of neighbor. Forest area, so. Yeah, it sounds like your neighbors with my buddy, uh, Zach, Zach Sterick. Yep. Yeah, oh, Zach okay. used to live down the road from me until I, I moved, uh. Two years ago. So. <laughs> gotcha. Well, that's very cool. Uh, yeah, Zach's been pretty active. Uh, well, he's got his radio show he's been running, and he's doing real well with that. And um, he, Zach was also just recently involved with the uh, Big Buddy Monster documentary that they've been doing for the legend. Um, yeah, the legend of Big Buddy, uh, the Big Buddy Monster, and uh, right. that seems like it's going to be a pretty interesting thing there. So uh, yeah, perhaps he does. He, yeah, perhaps you and Zach could team up. I know he plans on investigating future surrounding areas where there's been a lot of sightings, uh, reported sightings. But yeah, it might be something to consider or look into if if it's ever you know of your well, interest. One <laughs> one of my encounters, I actually gave Zach a call and said, "Hey, can you guys get out here? We we got something out here." So he come out and did some investigating with me one night after a big howl oh nice so that nice. was that was in 2018 so okay so yeah not not really all that old so that's no, no I, not cons- at all. I consider i consider anything up to five years still fairly new <laughs> it, right. the way i look at it you know so that's right. pretty good um well yeah how about uh well tell us a little bit about yourself and uh and definitely make mention uh how long you've been involved with, you know, cryptids, Bigfoot, you know, and then what got you started, if you kind of give us that rundown. Well, I always, I always wrapped, uh, you know, uh, cryptids, Bigfoot, paranormal. I, I put them all in the same, same category kind of because they're not normal to other people. Exactly. So, you know, the people that, oh, that doesn't exist. Oh, that's not real. Show me, you know, so. It's all paranormal because it's not normal to them. 
So I've been dealing with trying to find Bigfoot and paranormal and stuff like that for 40 plus years now I've been researching. Oh, wow. Um, mm. I have had my own encounters, so I have no doubts about Bigfoot existing. None whatsoever. Zip, zero, zilch. So, I mean, it was a in-your-face kind of thing. So, mm. so wow. uh, there's that. I had my first experience in 1991, I believe it was. 91, the, the encounter. I don't want to say first experience because my first experience, I don't know if you ever heard of Call of the Wild that used to be in Poplar Bluff, Missouri, there in the Ozarks. It was a wild, big uh, game museum. Oh, okay. You know anything about that? Have you heard of that? Uh, it sounds familiar. Well, there used to be a big game museum. It was uh, on 67 South in Poplar Bluff, Missouri. And uh, the guy was a friend of my grandfather's. His name was J.R. Baker. And uh, he was uh, he was big time. He was called in, to, uh, I think it was India. There was a man-eating tiger. And it, it had killed over 100, 100 natives there and everything. Indians, whatever they were. I'm not for sure. But uh, he, he went and got the tiger. And it was in the museum, too. And he supposedly got a Bigfoot. Which it was like, yeah, whatever, you know, kind of thing. This was the 70s. <laughs> and and uh, so he was a friend of my grandfather's and it made the paper and all this. And finally, I got to go see it. And uh, the thing wasn't as big as I thought it would be. It was and it seemed a little scrawnier than I thought it should have been. But if they faked it. It was better than anything I've ever seen. You know, a lot of people I've showed a picture. I have a picture I'll send you so you can put it on your your notes and everything. But oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, people was like nice boots. And I'm like, yeah, the thing wasn't wearing boots. I was there, you know, <laughs> but uh, long story short, the um, FBI come in and wanted to, you know, look at it, wanted to do an autopsy and do tests on it and do this and that and wanted to know where Baker had gotten it and everything. And he, he wouldn't say anything. He said, I can't tell you, I can't tell you. And they're like, well, why won't you tell us? Why won't you let us look? And he said, because if anything, any, any part of that thing is human, you'll get me on manslaughter charges. And they said, well, you're probably right, but we will be back. And it wasn't a week that he shut the doors of the place and everything disappeared. And he took that. He took that to his grave. <clears throat> Nobody knows where it went. Nobody knows where it come from. Wow! And you said you got pictures of this. I have one picture. Yes, one. Wow. Picture. So, and again, wow. it's the '70s. I was a kid. Not the best lighting or anything because it was stuffed in the museum. But you know, it, you can still see it. So, uh, yeah, I was going to ask what form. What form was it in? Was it had it? Are you saying it had been taxidermied? Yes. Yes, it had been was taxidermied. That, was, he, shot, he shot and killed it. Was that guy a taxidermist? Yes. Oh. He was a taxidermist as well as a, a wild, you know, big game okay. hunter. He was both. <clears throat> how, about how big About how so, big was it? Um, let me see. I, I actually wrote that down for this, and now I lost it because I had – it's hard to remember right off the top of my head. It was, it was only seven foot eight. Only. <laughs> so only, yeah, only seven foot eight. Only, you know, you hear yeah. the, the bigger sizes, but, but yeah, seven foot eight. 
it was tall. You know, I was a little kid, so it was even taller to me then, you know. <laughs> so I that's about kid, the... I was about 12, I think. Yeah. So that sounds like it's about the size or if not a little bit bigger than uh, Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah, and it was, a, it was a 400 pounds. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, had, that's about uh, foot measure. That's about par the for the course. Measured, actually. Yeah. Right. Um, foot measurements were 18 inches long. Uh, now that's oh, long. So an 18 uh, inch long like foot it. on a seven foot eight. I've been saying that for a long time when people talk about big giant tracks. I'm like, that doesn't mean in, that they're, you know, 11 feet tall just because 18 inches is big. That's big. Right. right. So, like, I would say, yeah, like, she, you, you would bring up Shaquille O'Neal. His foot's 14 inches, I believe. I think. Right. Or is it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> well, a lot of basketball players wear, wear size shoes, like, ranging from 18 to 20 something, uh, twenty a size 23. Some shoes. Depends on the player. Right. Uh, that's some not of them do inches. get pretty big. That's not inches. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah so, that's true. So, that's Shaquille O'Neal, yeah. I think, wears a size 24. And his his foot is fourteen inches long, so. Yeah. I just sent you a picture. If you want to share it with Pat. Okay. Yeah, I can't. I wouldn't be able to pull it up for us to share on oh, here. All right, all right. Uh, well, no, I, you can send yeah. it to me, Daniel. I want to see it. Yeah. See, yeah. Oh yeah. I, in Messenger. I sent. It okay. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, so we okay. can discuss. Um. But uh, that's okay. interesting. So. All right, so so we're talking big animal. You're saying about 400 pounds. Uh, I mean, did it have did it have the the big wide shoulders and like sort of no not, neck? Not not to me. You'll see here in just oh, a yeah. second. It just, yeah, it didn't Pat, look like just, anything that I thought it would have looked gotcha. like. So yeah, Pat, I just sent it to you. You should have it already. Oh yeah, I got it. Huh. Now that that there definitely looks very interesting. Now the encounter I had in ninety one resembled that, except the hair was longer. Wow! So, well, that is yeah. It doesn't look anything like I would think either. Uh, right. And I can see I can see why people would say boots. There's some like there's some distortion. Right. Or, or like around the foot, whatever. Right. Because uh, this is a this is a photograph you took a picture of. Right. It's an old photograph. Yeah. Now seeing it in person, I mean, I could tell they wasn't boots. I mean, you, you see it as toes. You seen everything. You know, and the hands. That's funny looking. Man, the hands were big. Those hands were. Big. Were they? You know. Yes, they were. You know, and and. I'd seen, I mean, it's a given, I guess anybody could take parts of other animals, but it didn't, it didn't really resemble a, a gorilla's fingers at all to me. Hmm. So. Man, it's funny looking like. It is, it is, but look at that face. It looks very human. Yes, it does. And, and he, uh, if it wouldn't have been my grandfather's personal friend. You know, it might have been one of those things like, man, this guy's full of crap, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> but, but with them, he wouldn't give up the location where he got it, even to my grandfather. And as far as I oh, know, wow. that information he took to his grave. Um, do you know what year yeah. 
uh, it was killed. I think I'm not exact. I know it was in the seventies. I know that for a fact. Um, I don't know exactly what year he took it off the top of my head. You know, I don't even know if I have that written. All down right, but it was, it was in that that decade. Um, yes, it was in yeah. the seventies. So, yeah. Um, you know, it's it, it it it's actually kind of interesting. Um, it's it's arms are about seem about right. You know, I mean, right? uh, so so being in the seventies to uh, to do an artist kind of thing, which this this could be, it could this could just be art, you know. Um, it could be. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't think it was, yeah. but it could be. I mean, there's always that. I mean, the guy was he was what he was, so it could be. <laughs> yeah, I just don't. I don't have enough, you know, independent. Uh, well, I, verification abilities, you know. I I have this picture and your and your story, um, and, and so, uh, but its arms are look about right, and its knee, you know, it's uh, they kind of have elongated shins, you know, right. So that's about right, um, but it's right. just still funny looking because it doesn't look. It doesn't. It seems like it's malnutrition. Yeah, or something. yeah, or or maybe uh maybe <laughs> what you would call a. I, I've heard other people, you know, say that that the teenage ones they could get real tall, but they're skinnier. Right. Well, this was supposed to be a male adult, but you know, who knows? You know what he felt was an adult might have been a teenager. Well, I, I will make mention of this. From based off the judgment of me judging this image, uh, it almost matches a couple rare descriptions I've heard before. Um, but the thing is, this would be more resembled something from another country, right? In other, in other words, something like over different parts of Asia, well, where right, Indonesia and over in China, where they have the urine pendek and the uh you are in or whatever and they describe them as being kind of a slender kind of a smaller version of what we would right. normally have here that you know that's what i would think of um, right. well he did tell my yeah. grandfather that some places around the world have no kill laws on bigfoot so that always kind of made me lean to the he didn't get it in the states kind of thing mm. that's interesting yeah, I mean, uh, there's yeah, there's a lot to unpack with all that, but uh, literally, right. um, but yeah, it's a, you know, it's an interesting story, and this is an interesting picture, and it's too bad that really this, you know, it's obviously it's not going to go any further than this. You said he just kind of he no. closed up. It just just it closed up. He had been there for a while, and then he just he, the place is a, a strip club now. Oh. <laughs> they, 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 they want to call it a gentleman's club, but uh, I mean, it's not his, of course. He's long yeah. past and everything, and the building got sold and all that. But yeah, it's it's don't even know where any of this stuff. All is right, at. well, well, mm. so going back to your memory of it, and of course, you said you were mm -hmm. a kid, right? So you were about right. I was about twelve, okay. thirteen years old. So you're a you know you're a developed child. Approaching right, your right. teenage years, um, 
I don't know what. So you you mentioned the hands. Um, what mm-hmm. what else about it uh, might would you have to say? The face. I know it's hard to tell because of the lighting there, but the face looked so real. And you know, this was the seventies. The guy wasn't some Hollywood FX guy, but but it didn't look like he got it from any animal. I mean, it lo- it looked like a human face, but hairy all over. Now, yeah, no, judging- it didn't look. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to make mention, judging from what I could make of the eyes themselves, uh, were they like round, dark eyes? or I, it... I don't know what eyes he used with it being yeah, taxidermist. It... it was probably just yeah, glass eyes. Glass. You know, it probably wasn't anything yeah. like the original. I mean, I, oh, they okay. were more black, I will say that, but it could have come from yeah. whatever. So, yeah, so yeah, know. with that, Daniel... Uh, you don't have you don't have actually the eyes you you can't preserve them yeah so okay so in all taxidermy the the eyes are uh, made of glass you know well yeah i understand that but i guess maybe i should have been more specific as far as the sockets themselves uh i guess were they like 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 our eyes like ours are more open and you know or then you know so yes, okay, they, they were more. They open. wasn't like, yes, they wasn't like gorilla eyes or chimp eyes or anything like that. Oh, it okay. was like ours. Gotcha. Ah, interesting. And the, the, also mouth, too- the mouth was like ours. The lips were a little fuller. You know, I mean, um, hmm. was the mouth? Hmm. Did the, the the lips look wider at all? I mean, the head was the head bigger than ours though. Yeah, yeah, the head was yeah, the head was bigger than ours by what half the size at least, if not and, bigger. And it's it's hard to tell here, but again, I, I would like to know about the shoulders. Were the shoulders really wide? The shoulders were really wide. He just looked skinnier than I expected mm-hmm. him to be. You know, mm-hmm. scrawnier. Um, he was really wide, so broad shouldered, really broad, you know, broad shouldered. Um, the fur, you know, I, I had some guys say it looks like shag carpet. And it, it was not shag carpet. You know, it was some kind of fur hair. Um, it had ears. I don't know if you could see them in the picture. It had normal human ears. So I, I say human. I mean, the ears were like our ears. They weren't. Like any other thing, you know. Did they did they seem proportionate, like ours to our head, or did they seem smaller? Yes. Okay. Everything. Yes. No. They seem okay. they seem proportioned. Oh, hmm. that's interesting. The nose was a little wider, you know, than our than you know normal humans. The mm-hmm. lips were fuller. Now, um, and, you know. There's there's a lot I don't know about taxidermy. Like for example, with a deer, when they mount when they when they mount a deer, they they still use the same hide, right? After yeah. being treated. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that's what I'm wondering about. This was this the original hide? No, the the you know the carcass, you know the outer the hide, layer. It was, yeah, it was supposed it, to be. It, I don't okay. know what I don't know what form they used underneath it because, like with deer and stuff, they have pre molded pre-molded forms that mm-hmm. those skins go on 
So I don't know. I don't even have a clue what he would have used. That may be why it looks so scrawny. Maybe. I mean, that's the thing, you know, Daniel, is that, I mean, for it to be legit, like, uh, you know, like, say, Class A taxidermy, that's exactly what you're doing. You're taking the hot, the whole outer layer of the animal and uh and that's what's on display otherwise it's created like art like art again right so it's it's either one or the other it's either the hide of of the actual animal or it's a creation which is usually done in taxidermy there's like a there is a sort of a of either an extinct animal or a fictional animal um right like the jackalope. right or yeah or like <laughs> in, like an extinct animal even right so so there's a right. there's a whole class of taxidermy where they'll recreate extinct animals and it's actually quite beautiful um to see them in real right. life it's like wow um and but like so for, for instance uh if you guys are familiar with Ken Walker who's a world class taxidermist he uh there's a documentary called Big Fur where he did a complete recreation of Patty from the Patterson Gimlin film. Right. Um, and he, yeah. And he displayed oh. it at a, uh, you know, a, t- a taxidermist, you know, uh, event. Um, but you can, uh, you can look up J.R. Baker and then taxidermist and it has, you find some stuff on the, on the internet, not a whole lot, but he was like, uh, either the founder or president or something of the taxidermist club of America or something back, back in that. Was time. this, was this available for public viewing or was this just a personal thing? Yes. He had it, he had it available. He opened it up to be available for public viewing. And that's when the FBI walked in because it hit the papers and everything. Hmm. Wow. And then I don't know how long it was open before they even walked in. But they didn't have, you know, if it would have been today, they would already had a warrant in their hand or just took it. They wouldn't have cared. But back then, they they left and told them they. I don't be know, back man. Uh, I mean, that's doors. a good question. Uh, what judge would issue a warrant, a legal right? seizure <laughs> warrant for a Bigfoot? I, I, I I'm not so sure about that. I'm just not so sure that would actually happen. Well, you know, you got to entertain the thought where uh, well, they got to look at it as this. Well, we have we have this human looking figure so, here that's uh, been put together, you know, and if if they consider it or make mention that it's any type of human, to, you know, to their description, uh, you know, I mean, that will give them enough. No, I, I would think, it, you know, it would give no, them they enough. Would have no, to you say, don't think so? They would literally have to go to a judge and say. We think this guy killed a person, not a big fight, but a, a yeah, an, an actual an actual <laughs> human being. Okay, because it, it doesn't yeah, matter if they're close cousins. They're they're obviously not human, right? They're they're not human. We're human. They're not, you know. Right. So they're they're some kind of hominid, not human. Um so yeah, I, I, I I mean, it's an interesting discussion, but just imagining trying to go in front of a judge to get a, a search warrant, you you would only have to say it's a person. You can't say it's a Bigfoot or even a chimpanzee. 
you know. Um, right. I definitely would like to get, you know, I know, you, you know, it's basically just speculation from here on out, but I would definitely share share this podcast with Dr. Jeff Meldrum along with the image and uh, see what he would take. You know, he may find this very fascinating regardless. He may know about it, you know. That's true, yeah, because uh, he's like, I don't know. How, yeah, how old are you, uh, William? I will be 50 in March. Oh, okay. Well, Jeff Meldrum is much older than that. Um, right. I'm not sh- not sure of the exact age. I'm assuming he's in his upper sixties. You know, right. maybe a little. You know, or maybe older than that. I'm not sure, but you know, I, I know he's been around a long time. I know he was on site with the Patterson uh, uh, footage took place. You know, he was there investigating the footprints that were found on site. So, right. Uh, he well, was. Yeah. Un- un- um. Then I wouldn't be surprised if he's seen this personally yeah, himself. He may have. But he may he have. Has, I can tell you, yeah, that no. it, it wouldn't mean anything to him without. Right. It's it's only your yeah. part of the, the story. The fact that you've seen it, the fact that you you had right. the conversation with your your grandfather and, and that information that got passed along with this picture and the existence right. of you know whatever this was. It that's the only thing that makes it interesting. The picture itself is a hundred thousand percent inconclusive. And at that, I was not allowed to see the uh-huh. front of it, and they had it turned from public view where you could not see uh, the so genitals. The, so the genitals. Oh wow! The genitals. So it was a male. Uh, the genitals were there, like intact. Uh, that's mm. from my understanding. And that's why they had it turned like it was, and I wasn't allowed to see that area back then because it. He was full frontal. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, they they don't wear clothes. So, so. no. <laughs> now, I guess I guess he was endowed enough that you could tell it was there, and you know, and I'm not trying to be funny. I'm just you know, it's the truth. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I can yeah. understand that, you know, because. Back then, things were different, but you know, oh, yeah. to me, to me, it would be a little bit more like looking at a uh, just a, uh, you know, like a chimpanzee, you know, standing up, basically, you right. know. It would you be know, no different. To, it wouldn't have been any different to me than seeing. Well, I guess it probably would at that age, but now it would have been no different to me than seeing a dog. Yeah, right, pretty much. right. You know, I, I mean, that's uh, so. you know, it it always gets weird and the the penis. Bigfoot period. Start. Talk starts right. happening, <laughs> but, uh, but it, it would it would um, right. it would be a hooded penis. So um, it, it, there's really there's really yeah. nothing to they, see uh, there. It's not like it's not like porn right. in the world of men, you know, in America. <laughs> well, I know they had a they had an they had an artist come in because and and do a mural behind this for the backdrop. And uh, Baker said that, you know, it was a mural of a, a female Squatch and, a, and an infant Squatch. And uh, he did tell my grandfather that that there was more where this come from. That he could mm. say that. So wherever there was. Yeah. I just wonder why. And- <sighs> why didn't the guy just drag it into town and 
to the to freaking newspapers and but like uh, like right while yeah, it was I mean stuff, just right just do that. That's what I would have yeah. done. I mean, come on, <laughs> you're gonna be just as and I, he wasn't looking for fame or fortune because I mean, this guy was loaded. You know, he was loaded. He didn't need right. any more money. So, you know, he wasn't, he was already famous. So, yeah. I mean. It's interesting, you know. man. I'm going to pass this along uh, to Ken Walker, who, who, again, he's a Bigfoot guy. You guys should watch. Uh, have you guys seen Big Fur? It's a, No, I haven't. I don't think I have. It's but a, the I name, haven't even heard of it. Not that Ken one. Walker sounds yeah, Ken Walker sounds very familiar. Well, I'm not uh, sure if I know him or Ken, not. Ken is a he's a world class uh, taxidermist, like uh, two, like two time world champion. Right. Believe it or not, that's a thing. Uh, and uh, mm-hmm. and he's a, a also a Bigfoot guy, and um, and like I said, he did he did this whole thing where he uh, went to the there's well there's it's in the documentary Big Fur is pretty much all about him recreating uh patty from the patterson gimlin film and uh he does like a full recreation scale of what you know what he thinks the scale is and and it's it's actually very interesting but i i think ken would be fascinated by this story and this picture and and the head that head is so different oh yeah yeah and what area i'm sorry what area of the country I don't know where he got this but displayed it was displayed in Missouri, in Missouri. Okay. um yeah I, right the encounter I had was here in southern Illinois and the creature resembled this but the fur was longer hmm. was it was yeah. your sighting was it yeah was it it's Small and sl- I mean, was it slender? Is this? Yes, and I think I think it was a female. I, you know, it it, tra- it charged between my cousin and I. It was dark out. We didn't have any flashlights. We only had the moonlight and stuff. And mm. we heard this. So we went out. We went out to shoot a gun. Is what we went out to do. You know, we was probably eighteen, nineteen years old, something like that. And uh, it was dark. And it, it was out in the country, in strip pit area. And uh, we heard this noise. And I was like, my God, what is that? It sounded like a cross between a, a woman or, or I, it wasn't a big cat. I know what, you know, I know what panther and, and mountain lion and all that sound like. And I was like, is that a night bird? It's not a peacock. What is that noise? You know, because I hadn't ever heard one yet. And it just kept getting louder. I'm like, Jesus. And we was kind of getting scared, to be honest with you, because it was just loud. And then out of nowhere, this thing come running right between us. And my cousin and I was probably five, six feet apart. And it, it charged. You know, it was like kind of leaned over forward as it was coming through. But its arms were straight down beside it. And it come running through us. And by the time we spun around, it was gone. Mm-hmm. It was just gone wow you know i don't know stunk Mm. stunk you know i didn't realize that that was it let you know then until later you know i didn't realize it then because i was around water and stuff so i kind of thought it was that but you know 
later on it dawned on me, well, you know, when that thing ran through it, it smelled even worse. Mm. How would you just, how would you describe the smell? (sighs) Like stagnant water. Mm. Like a wet dog that had jumped in stagnant water, if that helps. Yeah. Yeah, because stagnant water over depends on the soil and everything where that stagnant right. water is setting. Sometimes, right. yeah, there's gases and gases that form in that water too that that right. will, you know, give it that pungent smell. Yeah, I've, heard, so, I've heard the wet, right. like raw, raw that sewage. Too. Yeah, like raw <laughs> sewage, garbage, wet yep. dog. Like raw yep. sewage, stagnant water. Yep, that's what it smelled like. Uh, but it it would have had, it had longer hair or fur. It wasn't it wasn't like you see in the picture. In the picture, to me, that seems kind of short, mm. like bear fur. Well, you know, different description, right? But you know, there, there's been different descriptions that I've been shared. Uh, you know, some from Virginia. Some of them weren't long, really long hair. Some of them right. were like not short, like a, a bear, but you know. In other words, not shaggy, right? But yet not, but not long. Um, I don't know. It's uh, you know, then uh, on some cases, you know, in some situations, you like a reddish brown color ones. I've heard with the hair with just, you know, just laying down, hanging right off the arms. Right. Uh, almost the description of a orangutan. I mean, I think right. it's safe to say we're all pretty familiar with the description of orangutan and what they look like. Right. But uh, well, this picture yeah. here, it looks like he's black, and he wasn't. He was a reddish brown color. Yeah, there's yeah, there's some the lighting. Really? Picture. Yes, there's some lighting. That's issues. bad. That's bad lighting. And that art, lighting. artwork, that freaking artwork yes. in the background doesn't help either. You know, because it makes it makes it look all. But it, it was makes a, it all it was look a reddish like brown color almost. You know, man. So right. Yeah. But I'll I'll right. I'll try and get I'll I'll try and pass it along to Ken and tell the tell the story the best I can, or I'll point him towards this podcast so so he can hear you tell the story that goes along with the photo and just that. So I mean, yeah, other right. like not Meldrum, like Ken Walker would be the guy, the guy in the Bigfoot world to to yeah show this right. to and talk about and. uh and he might actually have some answers. Mm-hmm. I mean, he like I said, he's a he's a world class taxidermist, right. so he would have opinions. I I do believe. Well, I tell you what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, normally when I when I share these podcasts after they're done processing, um, well, one of the things I am going to try to do is actually, if William, with your permission, if you don't mind, I'm going to try to share the picture with the link to the podcast. That's fine. Um, that way, people can kind of see what we're discussing right. too. So, um, right. you know, so yeah, because I'll, I'll definitely post it because uh, I have the ECBRO Bigfoot Radio Facebook page where I right. share content there. That from there, I usually share it in all the different groups. So, and then uh, what I'll do, I'll definitely tag you in them because if if by some chance somebody comments underneath where I have it shared, that way you you can you know you can respond to them in your okay. own words. If it helps that way, you know, but, uh, but a lot of people, yeah, when they listen, yeah, when they listen to the podcast, uh, you know, basically I'm not, you know, depends on the source that they listen to, but a lot of them listen directly through anchor and depends on the podcast platform they listen to. So they, not everyone's going to be able to see the picture or the image, right? but, um, 
So I'll definitely yeah, try my best are, to get it we out are, there. We were talking so. a lot about this imagery that, uh, you know, unfortunately, people like somebody listening on Spotify right now. It's like, what are they talking about? Like, I want, I want to see it. I want to see it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> well, if anyone has any special re- requests to see it, uh, well, I would say you can email me at ecbro98 at gmail.com or just go to Facebook and, and find our um, our podcast page. Uh, it's titled the same as our podcast here. It's uh, ECBRO Bigfoot Radio. I will there have it go. posted on the page. So check that out. And if you're not on Facebook, uh, I am becoming a little bit more active on Clout Hub. Um, it's, it's just like Facebook, but a lot better, more conservative. Um, but yeah, Clout Hub, C L O U. T H U B. Um, I'll share it on Twitter. Follow me on if you follow me on Twitter, ECBRO98. Uh, I'm Daniel Benoit on Twitter. I'll post it on Twitter as well with the link. So, um, so there you go. I'll, like I said, I'll make sure I get it out there and I'll even post it on my timeline on Facebook. So <laughs> I'm sure we'll have a lot of, uh, yeah, if anyone comments or anything, I'm going to leave it up to you, William. You know, it's, it's, this is a, it's your image. So, <laughs> right. You know, so, but now that overall, I am going to say that it's, I'm very intrigued by it. It's fascinating. Um, I wish I had more information to give, but like I said, when he shut the doors, nothing else was mentioned. It disappeared. Nobody's it's gone. Right. I don't, I don't know what happened to it. The kids never talked about it. His kids. So, <laughs> I don't know. Well, you know, regardless, you know, I think it's, you know, everyone's could draw their own conclusion um, and speculate. And, you know, I mean, it's everybody's right to disbelieve, uh, you know, agree or disagree if it's real or not real, you know, you know, but regardless if it's real or not real, I still find it very fascinating. It really is to me. I mean, right. Is, you know, it's not often people share any kind of image, even though the, the image is actually, a picture of a the work of a taxidermist, right? Of what that taxidermist allegedly killed, you right. know. So it's still yeah. I, that's where I find it interesting. Yeah, me though. too. And so, um, you know, whatever. But, if you can, if you can, if you ever get a ch- chance to talk to his family, um, you know, I would just say this to them: there's nothing to worry about. There's no crime that's been committed because there's not. Again. We're not right. talking about a person, you know. Um, it's like it's like um, it's like finding right. a velociraptor in the woods and killing it. There's no crime against it, you know. Uh, it. <laughs> and I would definitely right. kill a velociraptor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, in that in that in that situation, it's either be killed or. Ki- Kill or be killed. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah, so uh, it's, it's, you know, there's, you know, uh, screw the FBI. Like, like what are you going to do? This, it's not a right. person. Um, so there's no crime in uh, killing right. a Bigfoot, just like there's no crime in killing a Velociraptor or, or a Neanderthal, you know? Now, there was back then. There was, uh, back but that's all municipal. It's not. It's not. It so there have been some municipalities right. that just, as a goof, made make it illegal 
to uh, kill right. a Bigfoot, and and that's nothing but like a PR stunt. And, and again, it's just a mis- municipality. There's no penalty for it. There's no. It's it, so it, it's just a right. It, it's just like a. It's like a. It's not even jaywalking. Again, it's just it's all for show, basically. So it's not it's not actually actually illegal right. anywhere. So. Well, they gotta prove it's real of for it to be illegal. Of course, in and my that's, books. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, oh yeah. I mean, they either they either know something we don't, or yeah, the right yeah. word. It's at. just you know just just because some uh, a city council. <laughs> Or a county council comes together and says, uh, "We're going to make it illegal to k- kill a Bigfoot because that's good for tourism." That, that doesn't actually—it uh, has no teeth. So, right. well, yeah, because basically that's what they did here in Virginia, down in the town of or the city of Norton, Virginia. the The local government down there declared Bigfoot as a you know, as a I don't know how to word it, like a sanctuary or city for Bigfoot, uh, where they basically where they recognize it. But of course, keep in mind, they did that because in the city of Norton, Virginia is where they hold the wood, big, a wood booger festival every year. So, right. That's, you know, cause they got, the, yeah, they got the wood booger bar, uh, the, the, uh, the grill, there's a restaurant called the wood booger grill. And right. then, you know, the book, and the Wood Booger Festival, more or less, is you know, it's for family and more for children, you know. So, but uh, so regardless, it's interesting that they did that, you know. And then over what's it, Whitehall, New York? Didn't the, didn't they supposedly recognize yeah. Bigfoot as a species up there to protect or not or something? Yeah. It's and Washington it's not State. Washington State. Yeah, it's so. a it's one municipality in Washington State, and that. It made it oh, illegal to kill yeah. a Bigfoot. Again, has no teeth. There's no penalty, and so, so if you get caught, it, it there's yeah. literally no penalty for it. And uh, and who cares anyway? Because you, what you're gonna you might go to jail for a month, and and then collect your millions of dollars. Right. <laughs> you know, I mean, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Now, William, uh, just curious, have you had any experiences more recent to that since then? Just, or Just the one in 2018. In 2018, December, okay. December of 2018, I lived in uh, Pittsburgh, Illinois at the time, and uh, Zach lived uh, town away. I said down the road, it wasn't that far. But uh, – my wife and I was walking, we pulled in the driveway and we decided to walk around the house a little bit. And this, the longest, loudest howl. I mean, I would have thought it was a wolf, but it was just, it was too, too long, mm. too loud and too deep. Mm. You know, I know if it was a right. dog, it oh, was boy. a werewolf. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's how long and how loud it was. And I, I told my wife, I'm like, She's like, what was that? I said, I do not know. I said, I don't have a clue. And mm. uh, I went in and I said, hey, you know, I got online and got a hold of Zach. I said, you guys available? He goes, what's up? And I said, there's something out here. And I don't know what it is, man. <laughs> I said, mm. I don't know what it is. And he come out and, you know, we went in. He said, where was it at? And I told him what area it come from. And we went walking the wood line and everything. And 
you know, we got up, got in there, and it was really hard to see. It was wet and everything. And we started getting a bunch of chatter that we thought was barred owls. And then there was a lot of them. And I was like, my God, it just seems like mm. an awful lot. And what are they doing on the ground? Mm. Yeah, I know. So, so he's like, I think we need to go. I think something's mad. <laughs> and so, so we left and uh, I went out the next day, you know, looking around and uh, found one footprint, one solitary. No, it was two days later, one solitary footprint. No, and it was wet out, you know, so it sunk a little bit, but there was no other footprints, but after just, just one, it measured 13 inches. Um, one solitary footprint. I was at work and uh, the wife and daughter was at home and the house was had been slapped a few times and they seen a big shadow walk by the kitchen window. And for it to walk by the kitchen window, it would have had to been pretty tall. Oh, wow. You know, because it was up off the ground. But uh, they didn't see it. Nobody seen it. There's no, you know, we didn't see it. All we had was the footprint which I lost lost it with uh, Facebook. I had it on an old computer that crashed, but I had kept it on Facebook, and Facebook deleted everything I had. And I got a hold of Zach. I'm like, hey, do you still have a picture of that print? He goes, no, man, my old phone crashed. <laughs> no, so man. we don't have the footprint anymore. I'm go I got one other PC to look at to see if I put it on it too, but I haven't found it yet. But... That's, wow. that's about it. You know, we've, we've heard sounds out there, heard stuff going through the woods. Like at that time, I wasn't going out there the way it was sounding at that time. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I don't have much to say about it. There, there's, it was the big howl. It was the footprint. It was the slapping of the house um, and the walking by the window. Hmm. You know, my no. wife went out there one time and she heard growling and she goes, and it sounded big. I said, was it a coyote? And she goes, no, it wasn't like a dog. Right. And I, I'm sure you're familiar so, with mm. coyote sounds, right? Oh, yeah, I am. And she is, too. That's why I asked her if it was a coyote. And she said, no, it wasn't a coyote. Yeah. Yeah, you would have known if it was coyote without doubt. If, you know, right. They're very... They're very distinct, although they do make several different tones in their vocals, but they're right. still all pretty distinct, you know. I've, 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 between Illinois and the Ozarks, where my, my dad's father lived, the one that knew the new Baker, um, when I grew up around there, it was, there was still wolves, and well, there still is wolves and big cats there. So, you know, I, I know what they sound like, and this thing was a lot bigger than any wolf I ever heard. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and it we was have, long. It was a long howl. Mm. Very yeah, long. Yeah, we got we got wolves here in Virginia. I, I, you know, I've seen two of them. Well, one was dead. Um, it was right. shot by a, the the uh, this property owner because it was getting into his livestock. And then um, I seen one uh, just outside of my camp chasing a deer in broad daylight, about eight o'clock in the morning. <laughs> it was oh. pretty cool. Yeah, uh, and it definitely it was no coyote because yeah, I'll tell you what the coyotes around here they're not much yeah you know, a purebred coyote they're not much bigger than a fox you know um, right. this one here this here was definitely wolf you know um, but anyway uh, yeah 
Um, yeah, that's interesting. Now, this place where this has happened, do you still live in this location? From no, where no. this happened? Oh, no, I'm about an hour away now. Oh, okay, okay. Huh. Wish I did because I would have, I would have been looking for him. I don't now, have do you, uh, access to that property anymore. Right. Now, do you still get out and do any uh, exploring? I have not been out in a while. I've been really busy. And then the stupid, I know COVID's not an excuse, but somehow my wife and I got the mentality when it first happened that we need to stay home. And we just realized the other day that, uh, why did we have to stay home? We, we didn't have, we can go to the woods. We can go to, here we can go there it doesn't take money it doesn't take people <laughs> yeah right right we were just kind of one of those mind things that we didn't just kind of tricked ourselves into thinking something but of course we're just now getting over covid ourselves so oh okay so all that well, all those precautions and we got it anyway mm. yeah well you know the topic of covid is another subject but you know right. i know people you know <laughs> there are things i could say about that well I, I will make mention of it real quick just, you know a lot of people getting sick and they're they're calling every sick case of covid i i just right. find i find that a little hard to believe but that's what the doctors and their protocols are going for right, right. now but well they're not doing know. that here here where we're at they're trying to say everything's not covid Right. Which was really weird because we have a lot of cases. But yeah, my wife right now, she's uh she's got all the weird symptoms that went with it. With me, I had a cough, I had a headache, barely anything hurt. She's developed a rash like chicken pox. She has the neurological thing where she's numb all over. She lost oh, her wow. taste and lost her smell. It it was yeah. it was nasty. Now but, that yeah. That that sounds like the common uh, things I hear about for that's related to COVID. Right, but, right. Yeah. Of course, we're talking about Bigfoot. I don't know how we got on COVID. My fault. I yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. You're fine. I was actually bringing, making mention of it. Yeah, because it, it's yeah, because I know I got friends supposedly being affected by it. You know, like right. Uh, our friend, our friend uh, Nikki down in Texas, she's recovering from it. I'm glad. She's starting to get better, but she's still in rough shape. But, you know, she's yeah, doing so much better. So my wife. She started out with the pneumonia. Well, she went into the high, uh, ER for the high blood pressure, and she didn't even know she was sick at first. And they found mm. the beginning of the pneumonia, and then it went to bronchitis with the treatment of antibiotics, and then it went to the rash wow. and all yeah. the other BS. It hits, to go with it. It's so weird how right. it, it hits so. pe- some people so hard, and then other people – Right. Not quite hard, and then uh, some people just like it's nothing. Right. Well, right. <clears throat> I'm asthmatic, and I always told my wife, "Man, if we get that, I'm dead." And here, we both got it, and it barely, you know, I didn't give me pneumonia, huh. you know, but it did her mm. and everything. So it was, it's just weird. I don't get it. I have no clue with it. You know, I only know what I've been told. We work in a, it's not really the medical field, but in a way it kind of is because it's like bio recovery. We still have to know the same stuff, you know, because we have to go in and clean up all the blood and everything from 
Oh, yeah. All different things. So you should, we got all the same information that, that they did. And I still, I'm just like, it just it don't make sense. Nobody knows anything about yeah, this. They don't know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, knock on well, wood, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. Well, yeah. I know on Facebook and social media, I've been seeing a lot people asking about Bigfoot getting sick. Right. Does, right. You think Bigfoot gets sick, you know, or, right. or you whatever. Know, Oh, I'm sure yeah. he sneezes. I'm sure they get something. I don't know if he gets COVID. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, dogs sneeze, you know. I mean, right. <laughs> you know. But, uh, you know I don't know. You, you don't know. hear about I've never heard anybody say mm-hmm. I've heard sneeze. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But. Shoot. Uh, I don't know. Interesting. But uh, let me ask you this, uh, William. All right. In your own honest opinion, I mean, based off of your experiences and things you observe, um, what do you feel or what do you think Bigfoot is? I think it's flesh and blood. I think it's oh, a absolutely. flesh and blood creature. I uh, I don't know. My, my father used to have this theory at times at one time he'd think well maybe it's interdimensional and I'm like what you know even as a kid I was like what <laughs> but but when it disappeared the one that ran between my me and my cousin I mean it was just it was an open area where we was at we should have been able to see it and it was just gone like it just vanished hmm it, but this was at running? nighttime though it that was, was at night, night yes. It was at night, but it was an open, like I said, moonlight. It was hard to see, but it didn't. It was running away from the wood line. Yeah. It, it was running through the, the open area and everything, and it, it just, I don't know, it just disappeared. Unless it stopped and froze or something, maybe, you know, and then we just couldn't see it because it was dark colored and everything. But it made no sound, heard no running. It was just gone. Well, see, and, and you know, every time somebody bring uh, mentions something that reminds me of my encounter, I, I have a tendency to bring up my encounter briefly. And the encounter I had, it was in 2014, where six of us together shared the same encounter. Well, keep in mind, when we had our encounter, it was actually three of them. Mm. But it didn't start off with three of them. It started off with seeing the one, then the second one, then the third one. But the thing is, for the longest time, through the whole situation, the whole moment, we were seeing seeing the eye shine, nothing but eye shine. And the thing is, this was just, this was taking place just after midnight. There was no moonlight, but we had bright headlamp. We all had headlamps on. Right. But from from the distance from where we were to where they were, you know, even to this day, I keep questioning why didn't we see more? Why didn't we see just the eyes? Now right. the thing is. On the biggest one, yes, there was a shape that was made out because the biggest one happened to turn to the turn to its left and took a step, you know, so and then looked back. When it made that maneuver, there was a shape of broad shoulders and a round head that was made out. Hmm. But there was no details of nothing else that was picked up. Now I have a and question. Ju- yeah. What color was the eye shine? Like they were all, all three of them had the same color eye shine. They were like 
bright yellowish looking eyes. Yellow. Some, yellow. Okay. Yes, a lot of people like to uh, uh, you know describe amber. I, I mm-hmm. do not recall a- amber to me is like a reddish orange or a red. Right. You know, but um, yeah, these were clearly bright, large yellow eyes. You know, and that may have been because could it have been from the uh, the type of lumens or the lights we were using on our headlamps? But right. you know, you know, well, I think I about that too. Friends and I went out to see what was eating on a deer at midnight one night when I was about 15 years old into the woods and we didn't even make it that far because we had to go down this big embankment and something looked up at us. We had no flashlights. We had nothing. It was a full moon and uh, something looked up at us, but it had red eyes. And at first I thought, you know, dog, dog, you know, and then my friend said, wait a minute. And I said, what? He said, look at it. And I'm sitting there looking at it, and I said, oh, crap. I said, that thing's huge. I said, it's down on the ground down there and looking up at us, and it's big now. It's only going to get bigger as we go down there. So, Mm. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what that was. I don't know anything that has red eye shine. I don't know. Well, well, can I make mention of this just from my own observation? Now, here in Virginia and up and down the East Coast, um, I mean, I know I can speak for Virginia very clearly, However, uh, here in Virginia, there is a large abundant or large habitat of black bears. Mm-hmm. And, and I've had some close, some distant, you know, both, both day and nighttime. I've had bears right. and they have, yeah, and I've seen them cross the road in front of me in, while I was in my vehicle. And, you know, the ones I've seen driving up a forest road, standing in the middle of the road. Yeah, every single black bear I've seen at nighttime had red eyes. Really? Now, see, there's not supposed to be bear here. There is now, but there wasn't supposed to be then. But I know for a fact a friend and I found bear tracks out there in that in that wooded area because it it was not a it was not a dog. Well, yeah, I mean, you could you know what a bear track? You can open an encyclopedia and see the difference back then. This would have been about 1986. I guess. Oh. oh, okay. So, I mean, who does, there's a good possibility you guys probably saw a bear or, you know, because right. um, I mean, bear, black bears, people don't think they get that big, but they do. Right. Uh, I mean, uh, Pennsylvania got reports of over 800 pound black bears here in Virginia. Right. We got over, over a little over 700 pounds here in Virginia. Um, you know, and then well, North Carolina's got a couple of big ones. <laughs> I'm glad What's it that? wasn't too I said I'm glad it wasn't too hungry because we wouldn't have got away if it decided to make chase. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Well, if it was downhill, you guys are uphill. Yeah, that was dangerous. Right. Cuz a yep. black bear, they always say if it comes after you, run downhill because <laughs> they right. have trouble. Yeah, they have trouble going down. So Right. Well, we decided <laughs> not to go down there. We guys said, you know, we need to go. We don't know what that yeah. is. We need to go. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. So, of course, you know uh, you're a little bit more chicken when you're kids. So, <laughs> oh yeah, um, don't get, don't be don't get me wrong. Adults get that way too. <laughs> we have every right to be, you know, if it's something right that's strange and unexplainable and is dark, you know, if you <laughs> don't know what you're dealing with, you have every right to right. be scared. <laughs> well, see, so, I went out in those woods after Zach left by myself without a with just a headlamp, and that was it. 
no knife, no guns, no nothing. I just walked out there. My wife goes, yeah. you're stupid. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, let me tell you something about Zach. Now, Zach's he's he, he's a good friend of mine, and I, you know, and me and him, we pick on each other all the time. But right, I see from, that every now and then. Yeah, and just from <laughs> <laughs> and just from hearing his stories, Zach will run out of the woods if you hear somebody say "boo." You know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he decided I mean, to leave that night. He said, we need to come back. He goes, I didn't bring my gun with me. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, we were stupid for going in there. Well, yeah, don't, don't ever walk towards anything oh, my. So, you think is a Sasquatch. Period. Period. Right. Period. Period. Right. I don't think yeah. he's going to reach and, out and shake your hands. We so. know it could easily pick you up and throw you 20 <laughs> feet through the air by your neck. <laughs> so, oh god yes yeah yeah <laughs> break you I mean, like don't, a twig don't yeah don't approach them <laughs> if you think like there i mean I, that's just sort of my rule of thumb <clears throat> right. oh yeah I, and yeah that goes along with what i always tell people is never put yourself in a situation you know like like you know, um, you know, there's a lot of wild animals. They could all be dangerous, but never put yourself in that position for them to, you know, turn on you. I mean, it's like a, you know, just like a snake, a, a venomous <laughs> snake. Don't corner, don't corner a snake because they will strike if they have to. You know, so right. You know, basically, don't yeah, avoid the situation. You you know, go the other way. <laughs> you know, so. But I always considered, well, hey, if I'm seeing a Bigfoot and part of me feels like really intimidated and scared and frightened or whatever it may be, if I got my equipment already out, I'm going to escape the situation, but try to, I, I always told myself, you know, I'm always going to try to document the best I could if if I if I'm able to, you know, I know it's easier this said than done. Like, well, I'm going to film them first, you know. And the thing is, when we had our encounter in 2014, me and Tracy Arnold, you know, we were both there. We both had we're the only ones that had backpacks on while we were, you know, walking up the forest road when all this took place. But the thing is, after all this was said and done, and we made it back to our camp we just both realized like, whoa, wait a minute, dude, we both had night vision binoculars in our backpacks and not once did we ever think weird? about pulling them out to get a better view, or, you know, get some detail. And we were right. just, yeah, and we were just caught up in the moment. That's such a weird so, thing right, that happens. Exactly. And a yeah, lot we, of people say stuff like that, Daniel. That's not just you or Tracy. I mean, well, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah, but we were we were kicking ourselves in the butt, like, dude, you know. <laughs> but it's one of those things. Well, why didn't you take a picture? Well, it's like, you know, it ain't out there in public. You know, you see a wreck, everybody's got their phone up, and they see something like that. That's not normal. They're not going to yeah. hold their phone up. They're probably going to relieve themselves. You'd almost right have there, to train you know? yourself to <laughs> yeah, to, well, to do it without thinking about it. And I'm not sure how you would train yourself right. to do that, like. I've, I've been I'm pondering how do you train yourself to do that, you know? But, 
I don't I don't think you really can to be honest with you. I mean, not even as a, a wildlife photographer. I mess with cameras and film all the time and and my phone's always on me and, and I never never would I you know, I would have to be standing there staring at it for a long period of time before I even if I yeah, even it would, thought you're right. it would have to be a, a longer right. yeah. period of time yeah. before it finally snaps in your brain. Dude, and, hey man, pull your phone out and record this. Holy cow, right. it's not, it's right there. Just get it, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> right. Right. And, and it's like with what I do for work, you know, I, I'm a driver. You know, if we have deliveries to do, you know, I always, well, I, I got a work phone and I got my personal phone and they stay right. right right next to me in the console because you know i mean the work phone i need that out because i use that to log into my dot and then my work you know my cell phone my personal phone i always keep it right there next to me regardless but now a lot of locations where i drive i'm always driving down back roads if i'm not on the highway sometimes it depends where i got to go to deliver i'm driving down these long well heavily wooded back roads and by the mountains and i was like and the thought runs through my head as soon as I enter the area. I said, hey, what if, what if? It's that big question, what if? And I want to, you know, like, or even if it's just a perfect scenery coming up, I always try to prepare my phone. I always keep my camera mode turned on. That way all I have to do is pick it up, grab it, snap, you know, or why don't you get a? Why don't you get a dash cam or a GoPro to mount on your truck? Well, that's the thing. The current trucks that we have now, we don't have no, none of that. However, see, we just our company just got bought out by a, a much bigger company, and uh, we've been going through a lot of transitioning with the company, and they've already told us uh, we're going to be getting a much newer truck because our our big international truck that I drive doesn't have none of that. Because the new company they have dash cams, they have uh, you know ref- uh, what do you call them reverse uh, cameras for rear uh, rear uh, viewing for backing up and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, eventually we're going to be getting all that stuff. But uh, but then again, yeah, I can keep one with me. I do have a GoPro, yeah, where I can right. just throw it on and mount it on the dash. But you know, yeah, right. which would be, yeah, that would be interesting. Well, I never thought about to, doing that. To think but. about pulling <laughs> even out your cell phone sure. when you're in the safety of your uh, big ass truck going down the road at you know fifty miles an hour. It, whether, yeah, but, but at the well, same the time, time you got it pulled out, like, it'd be gone all by yourself yeah. in the middle of the woods. And there's one standing, you know, 20 feet in front of you. That's two different things going on there. You right. know? <clears throat> Best thing you could do. People is forget. I mean, I've heard stories, dude, <laughs> yeah. of people now like 20 yeah. minutes later <clears throat> after they got out of the situation. Right. To just just realizing they they they're gripping mm-hmm. no they're they're gripping their their pistols in their what hand. What did I just say? And they're gripping right. it. And they're just realizing that I have a gun in my hand. Oh like okay. they did they never even knew they pulled their gun out and had it in their hand. And like never knew that. Just holy cow. I you know, oh, wow. twenty minutes later. You know. And so Think like things like that happen. It's very right. traumatic. Wow. Obviously, it's it's kind of like running into a velociraptor in the woods. Uh, you know, 
I mean, it would be about the same effect. Like, <laughs> oh, my God, this thing does not belong here. This isn't real, you know? Right. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, you, with what you were just illustrating there, uh, Pat, it kind of reminded me of a similar situation of a story I was told by Tracy Arnold when he had his daytime face-to-face encounter. I said he didn't have it. This this doesn't involve a gun. However, in his, I forgot how long he said this. It was about five seconds. I think it was about five seconds. He had this face-to-face encounter. And until he was able to get himself together and get like get out of there, um, the whole time he had a camera, but he didn't pull his camera out till after he was walking away out out the woods. Because after you know, you know, which would have been great if he pulled out his camera and did you know a couple snaps real quick on what he was looking at, you know. But then again, he was like frozen there for those five you seconds. Overcome, like, you cannot overcome that there, biological you know? and then but primitive yeah primal reaction you, you can't um I, unless you again like i don't know maybe right. a navy seal could maybe maybe a navy seal could stand there calm cool and collected yeah pull that camera out and go snap like i don't know maybe maybe not yeah yeah i don't think they would even do that the the all factor is there I had well, a friend that lived in that same area where I had the one that ran between me and my cousin. And uh, he had told me we was watching Monster, had Monster Quest on television while he come over with uh, his girlfriend one time. And it was just background noise. And it was an episode where they supposedly had the sound of a squatch screaming. And when it screamed, him and I both just stopped talking and we were just sitting there because he didn't know I had had an encounter and I didn't know he had one. And the, the girls are like, what, what, what's wrong? You both are white as sheets. Yeah, no. And I looked at him. I said, you've heard it too. He said, yeah. He goes, where I live. And I said, where do you live? And he told me, which was, it was a Crenshaw area outside of Marion, Illinois. And I'm like, that's the same place that I had. I heard it. And he told me when he was, he was like probably five, six years younger than me. And he said that, uh, Maybe even younger than that, actually. But uh, he said that when he was young, like 12, I guess, he uh, walked out in his backyard and that, that whole strip cut, field strip cut area was behind his house. And he said he seen something standing there and he couldn't know what it was, you know, and didn't pay much attention just because it was far away. He thought it was the person. And then he heard the screaming one night and then uh, he seen it in his backyard out the window and it was looking straight at him through the window. And he said, for years, I wouldn't go outside after dark anymore. And he goes, I was scared to even go out during the daytime. And he goes, of course, my mom and dad didn't believe me. So. Wow. That was, that's that story. <laughs> hey, did you mention Mar- Marion, Illinois? Yes. Okay, because I know Zach had mentioned uh, Marion. I I don't think that's too far from where he's at now. No, he's uh, in uh he's in Crab Orchard, I believe, and then yeah. Pittsburgh Crab Orchard Marion. They're all right there together. I mean, okay. really, 
you know, they have an annex, but they're really part of Marion when you get down to it. <laughs> yeah, because he uh, was a he was working on trying to put together a couple of years ago. He wanted to put together uh, his own Bigfoot conference to kind of get speakers to come together and put a presentation right. on. But uh, he was going to try to hold that at the Mar- uh, Marion Library. Library. Right. Yeah, my daughter was working there at the time. Yep. Oh, okay, cool. She's like, this thing's going to be too big. We don't have the room for this. Yeah. Well, you know, places like that, I would recommend, like I told Zach, I said, I, which is, it really hurts because our main, li- our local libraries, they're not open to the public. And right. the thing is, the one main library in the town of Waynesboro has the perfect size conference room because I hold local seminars there once or twice right. a year sometimes. And I get... I, I get a pretty decent crowd that comes in there, you know. Um, well, you were but, supposed but, to speak at that, wasn't you? Uh, not or not at this one. Uh, <laughs> the local seminar. Uh, no, those are different than the conferences. I just do. They're more or less for educational purposes, where I do presentations. Right. Um, no, I meant Zach. You were supposed to talk at Zach's, wasn't you? Oh, Zach's. Yeah, Zach's. I was supposed to do that too, but yeah. But he, yeah, I remember he had to cancel out or postpone for some mm-hmm. reason. But but uh. But yeah, my local seminars, I love doing them. They're fun, you know. And then, man, the last one I had, I was giving presentations. I was, uh, I, I had a presentation slideshow set up on my laptop, and and I was giving presentations. That, man, there was people in the audience like had notebooks, writing down, taking notes. I was like, I was just thinking to myself. I said, like, How cool is this? I said, what? Right? <laughs> you know, I was like, This is. And then you know, taking questions afterwards. You know, it, it's a it's a lot of fun dealing with that. You know. Because a lot of them are a lot of them are locals. Some of them come from two, three hours away just to sit in on a you know local you know seminar. You know, right? And uh, but I've had uh, I've had Michael Cook. I, I'm not sure if you know Michael Cook from uh, Kentucky. Um, yeah, he's been up, came up, and presented with me a couple different times. You know, so um, he's also been one of my speakers at my conferences I host here in Virginia as well. So. Um, but yeah, hopefully, I'm hoping Pat could come up uh, if things go well with no restrictions and postpones this year. Uh, we're planning our our annual Virginia Bigfoot Conference June 26th and June 27th, and uh, yeah, we had to postpone it last year because everybody, all the restrictions and everything else. So right, but um, so yeah, but we're going forward with scheduling it this year for June and. Uh, so we'll see, because I've already been picked up on two other uh, locations I'll be speaking at. Uh, I'll be down in North Carolina in September, uh, speaking at Marion, North Carolina, at the Western North Carolina Bigfoot Conference and uh, or Festival. And then uh, down in South Carolina, I'll be in yeah, Westminster. When is that so, one? Pat, you'll definitely have to come to that one. That's very close to you. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure of the exact date. I think it's the... I know it's in October. I want to say I could be wrong, but around October 24th. So um, I'll, I'll double check on that one there. So, uh, that there is a very awesome event. It's a one-day event, but it's all day long. And, uh, yeah, it's that's a huge turnout. I mean, the, when I went la- – uh, well, not last year because they canceled. But back in 2019, I went down there to speak. But the festival itself, I mean, the whole street they had blocked off was crowded full of people from one end to the other. They had live music entertainment. They had uh, different Bigfoot contests for both kids and adults. Yeah. 
So that was uh, a lot of fun, uh, a whole lot of fun. It started off with a uh, – we did a uh, – I didn't know they were doing it, but we got there early enough to find out that they were going to be doing a uh, – uh, what do you call it? A parade. And so uh, we ended up getting to participate in the parade cool. before everything started. So that was a lot of fun too, you know. So, but uh, yeah. So it's something to look forward to, you know. And, uh, you know, I'm hoping this year goes well for all the events that plan on going forward with their scheduling, and you know. Because I know I, of all people, I know there's a lot of work involved putting these together and scheduling and organizing them. And, so it's a lot of headache too. So, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, <laughs> but Hey, I've been picking up a lot of vendors. I mean, I've already had a lot of vendors that were previously signed up for last year that was supposed to come out. They're still signed up. And then I picked up several more. So we're going to have a lot of vendors this year, you know, um, a lot more than we have been having. So, but, um, we'll see what happens. I'm going to try my best to advertise the heck out of this and maybe bring the whole, state into one location <laughs> so i don't know well time will tell <laughs> um but tell you what gentlemen uh we're gonna get ready to close it up here um first of all i, I do want to thank you uh william for coming on yeah. here tonight tonight has been phenomenal and i really appreciate everything you shared with us tonight well um, thank you i was i enjoyed it absolutely um now, one of the things we uh, I like to do is uh, give the guests any last uh, last minute words or uh, anything you want to share or throw out there uh, before we jump off. Uh, if you want to point people to that man, myth, or monster group that you're a part of, you can. And oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, so. Other than that, right now, not much. I mean, they can follow my website at williammitchumjr.com for any of my projects or what's going on. It's just recently been updated. So it's still got a lot of stuff to be added and everything. I'm going to be having a paranormal podcast and everything. Yeah, so. that's right. That's right. I know you are working yeah. on putting that together. So yeah. How's that coming along? Have you, uh, were you able to start that yet? I've yes. and No, it's, it's been a headache with every, every time I get ready to record the very first episode, I swear to God, something happens. COVID. Oh. Something stupid every time. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you know, hopefully tomorrow will be the first episode. <laughs> you know, so we shall see. It's been oh. uh, the podcast was in the making three years ago, but I started filming that movie in 2018 and everything. So, like I said, it got put on the back burner. So, hopefully, hopefully now. <laughs> well very good that sounds perfect though yeah everything will work out when it's when it's time you know all right. the time so <laughs> absolutely uh pat uh um do you have anything yeah, you want to I mean, throw out there for closing, anyone pat uh interesting show tonight and uh uh it's great to meet you um it's a very fascinating story and the picture you have to go along with it man i it, I'm going to pass that along to what I would consider to be the best Thank you. expert in the Bigfoot world. And so we might be doing this again, but maybe, uh, but yeah, next time visually, of course. Um, All right. Sounds good. 
Right. Oh yeah, we'll we'll do the video next time. Yeah, if we, if you can get uh, yeah, I'll, uh, if you I'll can get Ken best. Walker hooked I, up I with us, avenues. I've let's never do it. To Ken, but um, I have avenues to him. So, so yeah, so yeah, I'll I'll pass it along, and I think that's the appropriate uh okay. place for it to land uh, in the Bigfoot world as far as any kind of professionalism goes. Um, so yeah, uh, thanks for coming on tonight. Uh, we enjoyed hear, hearing what you had to say. Um, so yeah, um, as far no as problem. I go, uh, anything I want to promote is, uh, uh, you guys can, uh, anybody listening, come to the, uh, uh, Squatch Talk group on Facebook and we'd love to have you there where we have podcasts like this, a variety of, uh, interesting discussion and people, it's just a great place for more discussion if you want it. So that's where you can find me on Facebook and, uh. Yeah, that's about it. Awesome. Awesome. Very good. And uh, for everybody out there, I do want to remind everybody, it's uh, only 11 days left as of right now. There's 11 days left to order your Bigfoot t-shirt, follow your own path Bigfoot t-shirt. The link is on my timeline, and it will be right here on the under the description of this podcast. So definitely check that out. Get, uh, get one for you, your, for your friends and family, take advantage of it. Uh, they are selling real good. I am very impressed this time around. It is a fundraiser and they are selling good. So if you have not bought your follow your own path, Bigfoot t-shirt, check them out and jump on it. Take advantage of it while they last. It is a limited time. And, um, yeah, if you're on Facebook, uh, like and follow the ECBRO Bigfoot Radio Facebook page. Uh, I will be sharing William Mitchum's uh, photo that he shared with us tonight. So you guys could see that with the discussion that we had earlier. Um, so it should be interesting to hear your uh, hear y'all's intake. And if you are a follower of ECBRO Bigfoot Radio, please share the podcast, share the links and episodes around. And let everybody in the world, because we are slowly expanding across the globe. And I'm very impressed with that right now, seeing what the analytics have been showing. So, uh, yeah, we are starting to become worldwide. So this is awesome. It's good. I love the radio platform, how it's working out. So, uh, and then, ladies and gentlemen, you guys have a good night. And thank you very much for listening. I'm your host, Daniel Benoit. And this is ECBRO Bigfoot Radio. Until next time.